Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back. Let's talk about how to get more sales coming into your business on an everyday basis by shortening the sales cycle in between launches. So we all know that in order to scale a business, there has to be an effective conversion event strategy, gathering a group of people in a certain place at a certain time to talk about a specific thing and then making an invitation. We call these conversion events. And for most people in the online space, You understand how imperative this is for the scale process. But what happens is in a lot of businesses, once you finally master your conversion event or a live launch strategy, is that you are super disappointed in the lack of action happening outside of launch. And a lot of business owners are left scratching their heads saying, why is it that we can have these great launches? We know our offer sells. We know we know how to convert, and yet it's a big whopping goose egg outside of launch. Let's break that down. So when you're in launch, there's a reason to buy now, right? There's build-up emotion, there's attachment, there's energy, and there is, you know, some type of built-in urgency and scarcity, even with a high-level offer, because they're coming into a certain cohort at a certain time with additional components that they only get during the launch. Okay. Now, when we pivot outside of launch, what happens is a lot of times social sellers and even business owners feel super lost and even uncomfortable with now what? Right? All these thousands of leads just came into your launch. They didn't buy, right? Maybe you sold a hundred of them. Okay. And so now you have thousands of leads. And what happens is a lot of people just allow a conversation to kind of fizzle out after launch and they take all these warm leads that are now 85% ready to buy and they say, well, they didn't buy in launch. So now, you know, I'm just going to pivot out to other people that are ready to move forward now. And this is the biggest mistake you can possibly make because most people will go through multiple launches before they buy. And because people that didn't buy in launch, many of them have already set the intention to buy from you at a future date. So it is absolutely imperative that you allow the conversation to very smoothly transition from an in-launch conversation to an out-of-launch conversation and that you don't let the lead go cold. If you change just this one thing in your business, this could be worth hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in additional sales for your business, both inside of launch and outside of launch. Because if you never let the lead go cold, you don't have to start over from zero. So think about it like this. A launch is going to take someone from potentially 0% to 100% for people that buy. A launch is going to take people from 0 to potentially 85% or even more that don't buy, right? And if you then drop that conversation and you allow all that energy, that emotion, that vested interest to go cold, you now revert back to zero and you start that relationship building cycle all over again. Whereas if you take all of those people that are now at 85% uh, readiness to buy 
and you continue that conversation outside of launch, then you have people that you are selling to in between launches that are already at an 85% readiness level instead of constantly selling to people starting from zero. Oh my gosh. It sounds so simple. And yeah, this is the biggest thing that I see happening in small businesses everywhere is that that discomfort of the pivot prevents people from continuing the conversation. The leads go cold. We're starting over from zero. And then we're saying, why the heck can't we get any sales outside of launch? Boom, there you have it. So let's say that Sally Jo just went through launch. Um, She said, I love the content. I'm not ready to buy right now. I really like everything you guys are doing. You're on my dream board for the future. It's just not now. Okay, great. We just closed cart. It's Tuesday night. Closed cart, launch is over. What do I do next? Hey, Sally Joe, I really enjoyed getting to know you throughout the process of the, the launch. And it sounds like you are absolutely going to be one of our future rock star clients. And I'm excited for that day to come. What are some resources that I can send you this week that can help you with the top priorities that you're working on right now? in ABC XYZ, right? So you're just going to immediately pivot back to resources that you can send, value that you can bring, uh, ways that you can keep the game of catch going. Write that down. The most important thing is to keep the game of catch going. It's a back and forth. It's a dialogue. And the most important thing to remember with taking these 85% leads and getting them to 100% is that many of these people are already sold on working with you. It's more than it's more about them discerning that the time is right, the circumstances are right, uh, they're ready to spend the money, all of those things. Which means that in order to keep the game of catch going, you don't even necessarily need to continue the dialogue from a selling standpoint in a direct way. It can be very indirect, right? So what that means is the most important thing is that you don't let the game of catch stop, that you keep asking open-ended questions, that you keep adding value, you keep creating a reason to go back and forth, you're constantly sending resources, you're constantly adding value, and you're just keeping the conversation going. Then you'll know based on that conversation when it's time to dip back in pivot back into an invitation for another formal consultation. But the biggest thing that you want to make sure happens is from the moment that you close cart, that you pivot immediately back into a warm conversation and that that regular and steady communication of touching that lead at minimum every other week is going to continue forward, especially if someone is a qualified lead and a desirable target that you already know you want in your program. This means engaging regularly on their social media, engaging them on your social media, uh, inviting them to any live streams that you're doing, sending out copies of podcast episodes or live streams that you've done or videos that you've recently created or, you know, the team can do this on your behalf, and really just making sure that you maintain top of mind awareness. Top of Mind Awareness states that people tend to buy from one of the last three providers that were in front of them, which is why making sure that that communication doesn't fall off is going to be completely make or break in the decision to buy. People always want to know, how do I shorten the sales cycle? Well, frequency 
Frequency is what shortens the sales cycle. I remember when I was in corporate and I took over my territory, which was Westchester, Pennsylvania. And that just so happened to be where the QVC headquarters was. And I immediately knew that and was like, oh yeah, they're they're on my top hit list. This is going to be one of my dream clients. They went on my dream 100. And the uh, the team sat me down and they said, Kelly, we've been trying to get into QVC for 10 years. You're not going to get into QVC. Trust us. We've tried everything. Um, you know, it's just not going to happen. Don't waste your time. And I said, oh, watch me. And you better believe I was out there in person every single week for six months. I sent handwritten notes. I dropped by marketing materials. I sent emails. I made phone calls. I found multiple contacts. I called them every single week. And guess what? That prospect that was impossible to close that they've been selling to for 10 years was working with us six months later. What is the moral of the story? You can do anything that you want to do if you're willing to do what's required to get it done. That's it, period, end of story. I didn't do anything uh, more complicated, more sophisticated, or better than anyone else had done. I just had a determination. Uh, I had a determination that this was going to happen. I had a commitment that this was going to happen. And I increased the frequency and the aggressiveness of what I was doing to not only build trust, but to create top of mind awareness and to demonstrate my commitment to working with them. It was as simple as that. And what did I do to do that? Weekly phone calls, weekly emails, weekly drop buys, consistent handwritten notes. I showed my devotion to working with their business. And it was very clear that if this is the behavior that someone demonstrates when they're prospecting you and that they want to work with you, what is it going to be like to work with them? They're on it, right? People could see that I was serious about what I was doing and they wanted to work with someone that had that commitment level. Very, very easy. So people always ask me, you know, what do you do to shorten the sales cycle? How do you get people to buy now? It's not like that. People are going to buy when they want to buy. But if you want to shorten the sales cycle, it's really just increasing the frequency of your communication and your touch points. And I think that the boring reps are what no one wants to do. Everybody's looking for that, you know, big breakthrough tactic funnel, new strategy, you know, new social media platform, new type of this, new type of that. And it's like, no, it's it's not any of those things. You shorten the sales cycle by increasing the frequency of your communication uh, with your prospects. For those of you that launch, your biggest issue is that you let leads go cold after launch and then you start the sales process over again. And it's a futile cycle because you're doing all this work to get all these people warmed up just to let them all go cold again. Okay. So what are some of the things that uh, you could do to stay in front of these leads consistently in between launches and to accelerate the sales cycle? Mail out physical copies of books, yours or someone else's that you know, like, and trust. Sending handwritten notes. Sending episodes of your podcast engaging on their content in a meaningful way, inviting them to interview on your weekly live show, doing an interview with them on social media, really asking questions and understanding the types of resources that they might be looking for in their business and making meaningful introductions or referrals, inviting them to be a guest speaker, 
in your program, at an event, on your podcast, on your live stream. Uh, Super personalized invitations to conversion events that you're doing in between launches or launches themselves, referring them to others, and just regular touch points with value-add resources in alignment with what they share with you that they're actually interested in, okay? So this could be pulling a resource that you have in your vault that you're not even regularly using for anything and uh, just putting a couple updated touches to it and, and sending it out to them. White papers, case studies, media articles on a specific topic that is relevant and meaningful to them based on what they've shared with you. These are all things that you can do in between launches that are going to allow you to shorten the sales cycle and to be consistent with getting more sales. Now, all of this is well and good, but if you don't make offers, you're not going to close sales. So there has to be three things in place in order to make more launch, more sales in between launches and to accelerate the sales cycle. Number one is the activity, which we've already talked about, and con- keeping the game of catch going. Number two is making offers. And number three is extending invitations to consults. Without the three things together, doing the activity to keep the conversation going, making offers and inviting to consults, you're not going to make more sales, okay? So keep it simple. I just listed out, I think, 10 or 13 touches that you can do regularly and in between launches to accelerate the sales cycle. And for those of you that do conversion events of any kind, close to 97, 98% of the people that come in that you do all this work to warm up are not buying in that first instance, which is why it is so make or break to make sure that that conversation is immediately pivoted back into that nurture, no like trust relationship building conversation outside of launch. Hope this is helpful for you. Let's go make some more sales. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.